Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with Dale Collins of Tuckasegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale? Doing good, Marvin. Just got the boat unpacked from a busy day on the water. The net stayed wet all day long and uh, getting everything buttoned back up and, and ready for another day tomorrow. Yeah, and was that boat Noah's Ark? No, you know, it's, uh, you know, we had some really favorable flows today. Uh, you know, just kind of a normal double turbine release on the tuck from the east and the west fork. And um, we, we floated the Bryson City delayed harvest. And it, you know, would have been tough for waders. But as, as far as, you know, floating and covering water and getting into some of the deeper pockets, it, it fished exactly the way a delayed harvest should have fished. And that's the first time that's happened to me this fall. So we didn't have to throw betas. We didn't have to, we didn't have to throw number 20 blueing olives, although there was a thousand, there was a gazillion of them. Um, but, uh, we, we threw eggs and Y2Ks and just had a blast, man. It was so much fun. Well, that's awesome. So, you know, I know you guys got a ton of rain on the backside of that hurricane that came up the east coast um what's the situation with the water in terms of you know i suspect things are good in the park but not great on the tuck uh and kind of the lower elevation rivers you know so uh, a lot of that a lot of that we kind of dodged the bullet on this last system that i think um a lot of that moisture came through i believe the charlotte area where there's so much dramatic footage of the water rescues in the the piedmont and you know, the, down the mountain, but, uh, we kind of dodged a bullet on this last one. And, you know, we're still the lakes, um, from the two storms that came through here in October, uh, kind of filled up the lakes and we were even under a tropical storm warning under, I think it was Zeta. I don't know. It's the Greek alphabet just kind of runs together for me. And it's been way too long since I've been to college parties. So I don't remember all that, but, um, the, the storms were, we had a tropical storm warning here and the center of circulation went right through Bryson City. Um, so it was kind of crazy to see that happen. Um, but, you know, we probably got three inches there. The one before that, you know, five inches or so and the lake filled up. Uh, the creeks are in good shape, but Duke Energy is still trying to hit that target point on those lakes for the maintenance. So they've been, they've been pouring over the top of the lakes as well as out the, the bottom of the turbines um generating power and so you know we've had a good bit of water throughout the the tuckasegee watershed so it's been tough for waders but people are still finding those places that are conducive to waiting and um you know at 900 cfs i've i've been floating through waders and people are figuring it out and it's, it's good but you've got to know your limits you can you can you know, your margin for error at 900 CFS in the Webster section delayed harvest is much smaller than if it's, you know, 500 or even 600. So uh, you just got to know your limits and, and know, know, you know, where to go too. you know, you want to know the bottom of the river before you just go jumping. But, you know, the creeks are in great shape. Um, you know, last week, you know, we hit that heat wave, man, and it was like 75 and seemed like November's been warmer than October. Um, but we hit a water temp on a uh, big snowbird. We had a, had a customer out there, took a water temp at 64 degrees. So that's unseasonably warm for water temps. A lot of times these tropical rains though, that we get can warm the water. So that makes it tough on us. But, you know, last night, you know, we woke up this morning, had to bust the ice off the boat. It was 30 degrees. And then tonight we're down to 26 or so. So we're starting to hit, you know, more of a, a normal uh, pattern here. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's good to see. That's for sure. 
Yeah. And I, so I guess, you know, kind of translating that to tips and tactics as you start getting really kind of anchored down where your highs are in the fifties and you're getting down in the thirties and twenties at night, you know, my guess is right. You know, the fish are going to stop looking up as much and you're going to have to kind of get them with nymphs and streamers, right? Yeah. It just sort of depends on those water temps and what they actually do. Um, you know, if our water temps, the, the park water temps will drop, national park water temps will drop first. So you'll see those dip into the 40s. Um, and then, yeah, it turns into pretty much a blooming olive only game. And you can, you know, maybe they're going to look up. It just depends on maybe the pressure level at the time, barometric pressure. Um, but, you know, the Tuckasigi or uh, any of the tail race stuff is, you know, the water temp today was uh, 60. So it was 30 degrees last night. So, you know, it's, water coming out of these dams is, is less reactive to the air temperature as these creeks are. So, um, but still yet, you know, everything today, you know, it was, you know, mostly on them. So we, we had a, had a few opportunities on dry flies, um, blueing olives and even chubby Chernobyl ant patterns. It's, it's crazy. And it's so 2020, but, um, you know, don't, don't hesitate. If, if you catch a warm afternoon, throw, uh, throw a pretty flashy, um, you know, purple or red, chubby on some of these delayed harvests like the west fork or snowbird or upper nana Hale and see what happens have fun with some some early winter dry fly fishing yeah absolutely and kind of talking about early winter fishing uh michael perry reached out with a question he wanted to get your thoughts on the best practices for winter fishing uh, that's a great question man uh thanks for submitting that uh you know that I, I think the best Best thing to think of, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is split shot. Make sure you've got the various sizes of split shot um, from the very smallest size all the way to the BB size. Um, and be able to adjust your depth. Uh, if you're fishing indicators, I think that's really important. Those airlock brand indicators, you just simply twist that nut and adjust uh, your depth. Uh, today we found fish suspended. They weren't on the bottom necessarily. Some of them were suspended. We did find some on the bottom, but it just depended on the hole and what some of those microcurrents or the springs under the, the bottom of the river were doing. So split shot, depth, and, uh, you know, just, just I think, paying attention to the weather pattern. Obviously, like yesterday, Sunday, November 15th, um, we had a really, just, just a really small band of showers come through, but it was a really strong front. So, the wind ahead of it was really gusty. Um, it was kind of overcast. It, it did rain some. It, I mean, just enough to settle the dust, really. It didn't rain too much at all. But it was a huge change in the barometric pressure. And the fishing would not have been and was not good. I mean, I, I know talking to people, we had a trip out there, and it was it was tough sled. Um, whereas today, we had stable barometric pressure. We had bright, blue, sunny skies, great, high pressure. So, when it's high pressure, those fish can move anywhere in the water column, and they're happy. Um, that air bladder is is just um, it, it just it's not hurting them like it does on a really strong low pressure. So they're really eager to move around, um, and I think that matters in the winter time. So um, and you know fish fish heavy nymphs, you know make sure you got some tongues, and not and don't be afraid to throw streamers either. Great question. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I would say too, because, you know, the longer I fish, the lazier lazier I get. You know, one thing I like to do uh, since, you know, getting your split shot dialed in is so critical to being successful in the winter is I like to fish with split shot and then put tungsten putty on top of it um, just because it makes it easier to get heavier because, you know, people, I really believe people don't change up uh, their weight enough because it's kind of a pain to switch. So if you kind of pick the smallest piece of shot that you think you're going to need all day and then add and remove tungsten putty, it's a great way to kind of get to where you need to be. Um, super easy. And it also keeps that tungsten from spinning around your leader too. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. That's a, that's a great point. The tungsten putty is obviously envi- more environmentally friendly as well. Um, but it stays on your line a lot nicer. So and you can shape it to, uh, I found that if, if I, you know, rolled it into more of a cylinder as opposed to a BB that, you know, I could get a, a better sink rate than like just as a, a ball of, of weight. So, um, much more malleable there and, and make it to what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. If you'll send them to us, you can email them to us, send them to us on Instagram or Facebook. If we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you'll get entered to the drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And, you know, Dale, in addition to kind of telling us your hours and where to find you and all that good stuff, you know, we won't talk again until after Thanksgiving. So you might want to give people the lay of the land for the holiday weekend. Absolutely. So, you know, obviously it's, it's 2020, you got COVID situations, you got some people doing Thanksgiving, some people not. Um, typically Thanksgiving's a very busy time on delayed harvest. I know from experience fishing with family on the West Fork of the Pigeon, it can be very busy on Black Friday and then that weekend and even the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure what to expect in terms of pressure on the river this year, uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, but I, I'd say, you know, expect to see people on, you know, on, on the body of water that you're, you're wanting to go fish. And then if nobody's there, that's great. Um, but yeah, our hours in Bryson city and Silva, uh, we're going to pretty much only be closed on Thursday and then, uh, but we'll be open eight to five on, um, Wednesday and then eight to five Friday and Saturday closed on Sunday. Well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, and I would definitely take Dale's advice because I think you're going to probably see even more people on the water for Thanksgiving weekend this year, um, particularly in the mountains. Everyone, please have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Dale. You too, Marvin.